Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and we are back. We are now talking to Anna Gatman, and her book is Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World. Four Keys to Fulfillment and to Balance. And I think we need that today more than ever. Anna Gatman comes from an eclectic background that spans the USA, Israel, Sweden, and France. Her rich life journey has included careers as a fashion model, an educator, and a counselor. She holds a doctoral degree in transformative learning from the California Institute for Integral Studies. And it is devoted to empowering people to transcend their personal and cultural suffering by living in a spiritual and material harmony as the means of planetary healing and wholeness. And you can go on to anagatman.com, A-N-N-A-G-A-T-M-O-N. Welcome, Anna. Hello, Patricia. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm excited. Thank you. How did your personal background figure into your work? Um, well, you know, like everybody else, I had my personal um, challenges as a child. And, you know, I, I had learning challenges that were not diagnosed. I came from an alcoholic and a rageaholic family. Um, and so um, I, I, and, and I had no tools to deal with that and no adults to kind of mediate that. Um, and then at um, a certain point, I was discovered, you know, in, in a pharmacy waiting in line. Um, I discovered by a, a fashion modeling scout, and she asked me if I wanted to work as a fashion model. I, now, I had very low self-esteem and thought I was ugly, and I had a stutter also. I was red hair with freckles, which wasn't popular at the time. And so, um, but I took her up on her offer and moved to Paris and worked as a fashion model for 10 years. And that specific moment um, of, of shifting from, like Cinderella, from, from mm. being uh, feeling so bad about myself and my life kind of doomed to suddenly being in Paris. I mean, it was hard in Paris. I didn't speak the language. The fashion modeling business is tough. Um, but I had my feet on the ground and I slowly, slowly, but I was lonely. But the shift that life could change for the better in a moment stayed with me and I've used that tool throughout my life. And in a sense, the four keys in the book are a systematic way so other people can do it and they don't need to go through an entire life experience that's challenging. They can actually practice shifting from a negative um, perspective to a positive within minutes. So that's kind so of where it comes from. So how did you do that? How did you do that? Did you teach that to yourself? Did you study with spiritual masters? How were you able to transform those negative moments into positive ones yeah. quickly? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you a secret is that I have not studied with, spiritual, with many spiritual teachers because I think that the method, and I realize today why. I mean, even when I wrote the book, I didn't want to read anybody else's teachings. Because I really wanted it to come from me. And I realized today it's because what I'm teaching is that any one of us can do it. And so I really had to, it had to come from inside me. And now I'm showing you how you can do it. Um, And I think that how it happened to me is that, you know, my life story, I have many stories of being on track um, 
thinking that I'm going one way and then a very different uh, opportunity appeared in my life and I couldn't ignore it and suddenly I was on another track. I chose the more expansive, positive track. It was always a difficult decision to make, but I always picked the more expansive one. And eventually I began seeing that there's, there's a pattern here. And so um, I began studying my, my own experiences and I came up with the four keys. So my, I want to hear the four keys. That's really important. But I want to ask you this important question. When we've had tough backgrounds and we hear, you know, we can hear those voices in our head because they stay yeah. with us, those negative voices, yeah. those disparaging. How were you able to say, no more, I'm not listening? How were you able to do that when sometimes those voices, Anna, can take over in our mind? Yeah. Well, well, they take over all the time, and I need to say that I'm not free of them, um, and, and we always deal with them. And if we've had tough childhoods, then, it, you know, it stays with us mm-hmm. for a while. So it's important mm-hmm. to know that people who talk about spiritual matters are not free of, of challenges. They, they grow mm-hmm. through their challenges, and they mm-hmm. use them to grow spiritually, but it's not like you get to a point where you don't have them anymore. So that's one thing. But I think, like, one key is we live on a planet of of duality. So even positive thinking and negative thinking are a duality. I need to be positive. I need to be positive. I need to be positive. And all the meantime, you've got this chatter that's so negative. What if you didn't try to be positive instead of negative, but what if you moved into sacred? What is sacred about this moment? Mm. Sacred takes you into a whole other... It, it takes you into wholeness. It takes you into preciousness. It takes you into love. Suddenly you're going like, what is sacred about this? Suddenly I'm not mm. in, du- in duality. And that's a way to go away from positive versus negative. Interesting. To be able to accept the moment as it is. To accept the moment as it is, but to see the hidden part of it. Because that's why the book is called Living a Spiritual Life in, in a Material World. Because... We live in a material world. We live in a body. We, you know, our, our to-do list is all physical material. But there's a hidden material aspect to everything. And it's easy to see it in nature. You see a tree. That's the physical material form of it. But the, the, the tree kind of emanates. Or when we're in the presence of a huge tree, we feel patience. We feel grandeur. We feel mm. inner peace. So that, that's the spiritual aspect that happens to us in that's evoked in us in the presence of a tree. And so if we ask about the sacredness of this moment of being in the tree, we'll, being by the tree, sorry, we'll suddenly see qualities and experience qualities that are different than positive or negative. Yeah. So it's so important to do that. I think the hard part of that, Anna, is when those negative voices get so loud that you can't hear it. That yeah. I think that that's the difficult part is being able to do something that shifts you out of that that space that is totally dragging yeah. you down. Yeah. So can I say something about that? Sure, please. Um, it, what I discovered through through the research, because c- c- the book that I wrote comes out of my doctoral uh, research, that all spiritual experiences have this expansive quality to them. We expand beyond who we know ourselves to be. So physically, we, we suddenly have a sense that we're part of something larger than the, the contours of our 
body. Emotionally, we feel love towards other or towards ourselves. And our thought patterns are more kind of inclusive, compassionate, interdependent. That's what happens when we have a spiritual moment. And so really the trick is to do exercises that will take you into this expansive state because when we are in this expansive state, we are so-called more positive, only it's not positive. It's As you said, it's being in the present moment and we see... The, tr- the, the true nature of this moment. Yeah, very important. Now, the next one, after that key, the, uh, the next key is attentive listening, tuning in more intently to your inner wisdom. Boy, that one has yeah. really helped me so much. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead, talk about that. Well, what I discovered through my research is that once you expand your consciousness, what happens is that you become aware of information that was not available to you a second ago when you were in a more constricted state of mind. And so, um, and, and it's not rational knowledge, it's like it's intuitive knowledge. It's like you, you suddenly get an understanding, a totality, all insights, inspiration, gut feelings, inner knowing, all of those happen um, once our... Um, Uh, consciousness is expanded. So what we need to do is an exercise to expand our consciousness, and then we need to kind of step back, not try hard to figure it out, and just listen attentively, and that's the second key. And then intuitive guidance shows up either internally through Mm -hmm. promptings or or intuition, Mm -hmm. as I said, or externally, Uh, synchronistic events, Mm -hmm. um, synchronistic people in our life. But the the universe is communicating with us all the time, and we just need to attentively kind of listen to it. Yeah, I have found that when I'm um, centered and just open to the right things happening, that, as you said, you know, something... It's, it's even hard to explain. You know, someone, uh, example just happened to me, a relative of mine who I hadn't talked to said, let's get together. And it was such an important meeting and it happened so spontaneously and it at the perfect time, I could have never planned it. And I didn't even know mm-hmm. what we were going to discuss when we got together. And it was very meaningful and very helpful. So, yeah. uh, but, and, and you say, well, gee, this was meant to be because I was supposed yeah. to pass on this information. But I wouldn't have known that. So it, 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 that's where yeah. the divine timing comes in. Yeah, and, and it's so interesting, but it, like sometimes when those synchronistic events happen, like you just uh, shared, I go, if this was put in a script, we'd even say like, if this was put in a script, it would never happen in, in right. real life. But it's happening right. all the time, like right. your example. Yeah, very, very true. All right, we've got a couple minutes before break, and then we're going to come back. Let's talk about, um, I know after the attentive listening was inspired action, becoming a conduit for something greater. And that greater then allows you to, as you say here, number four, have faith-filled knowing, knowing that you can open yourself to a miracle. So you have to then believe that that miracle is there. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've seen it happen in my own life. I'm going to break. No, we have about a minute, but uh, let me just say that, I mean, I've seen it in my own life where even recently where I've needed an opportunity and it just came in and it it was the right one at the right time with everything attached to it that was right. Mm -hmm. And I think the challenge is, and I'd love to talk with you about this after the break, is believing that that will be there knowing that those opportunities will be there when they're not there in in front of you at that very moment. Yeah. Yeah. 
There is a famous saying in the Bible, which is, do and then you'll hear. And there's been a lot of interpretation. Why does it say hear and then do? And we need to do our footwork and then we'll hear God. It's not the other way. Show your miracles and then maybe I'll show up. It's the other way around. We need to build our faith, see the sacredness, and then God's going to show up. That's beautifully said. All right, we're going to take a break. I am talking with today Anna Gatman, who is the owner, the author of Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World, Four Key Elements to Fulfillment and Balance. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with Anna Gatman. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, we'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My favorite coffee story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back. We're talking about Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World, which is the name of the book by our guest, Anna Gatman. And she talks about four keys to fulfillment and balance. Welcome back, Anna. Thank you. All right. And her website is AnnaGatman.com, A-N-N-A-G-A-T-M-O-N.com. So, you know, when we're looking at this, I'd like to throw out a couple of tough situations that happen to many people. And that is that many times we have family issues, we have issues with friends, where we either um, are having difficulty relating or we've lost them in our life because of, and I don't mean they're still here, but we're not communicating. So how can you help people with these things, particularly tough, close relationships? Yeah. Well, I'll just give an example um, of, 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 of making peace with your parents, right? I mean, I, okay. I, I had a difficult childhood and, and I had to make peace with my parents because I didn't want to sit with a poison inside me. Right. And in my, you know, in my 20s and early 30s, I was in therapy and I was hating them and being angry and, you know, and, and that was okay. But then I, I went into my 40s and it was time to kind of make peace as they grew mm-hmm. o- older. And so, I, I, so, again, from that place of something spiritual that's expressed materially, the exercise that you can do, and I'll give an example of a woman that I worked with, uh, she, her mom passed away and she was trying to make peace with her. And she, so, so the woman I worked with was an artist. And she, when she was thinking about what her mother did, her mother um, um, had a beautiful house, but she didn't like her taste. So she hated her taste and her taste imposed on her, on her sense of taste. So I showed her that on a spiritual level, her mother had a sense of aesthetic and that she had passed on to her daughter mm-hmm. the sense of aesthetic. The mm. expression of this aesthetics was different for her mother and for the client that I worked with. And so rather than resisting her bad taste, she could embrace that she got from her mother a sense of beauty and composition. And now she was a photographer and she, she had gotten that gift. So look how much... Suddenly, when she went to the spiritual dimension, she could see how much she had in common and the gift that she got from her mom. Instead of looking at, my mom had bad taste and I hated it, right? And it it imposed on my artistic. And so, this is how you can make peace. It's like I had to see how my father gave me passion and a twinkle in the eye and a passion for business and for doing good in the world. I didn't like some of the actions that he did throughout his life and I resisted them. But instead of resisting them, I embraced the gift of passion Mm -hmm. that he had, Mm -hmm. the twinkle Mm -hmm. in his eye. I embraced that, and suddenly my heart was filled with love because I got amazing gifts Mm -hmm. from him. He did one thing with them, and I get to do something different with them. You see? Right. And I yes, and I think that's so important. And I have, um, I've definitely, I've seen that in my own life and with other people because there's always a good side, right? There's always something that you've been given that's yeah. very special. And I think, yeah. as you said, sometimes we throw the baby out with the bathwater and we don't even look at that right. instead of looking at the gifts that we've gotten. But I think again, if we think like, what was positive from my father, or what was positive for that woman? from her mother, sometimes it's hard to think about what was positive when there's so much negative. But if Mm -hmm. you switch the word, if you change it to Mm -hmm. sacred, what did you get? What was the sacred gift you got from your parent? 
suddenly you're, you're going to get different in, information that might take you out of the duality of positive-negative. Yeah. yeah, and I also think when you break through some of these big core beliefs, it really does change your life. You know, yeah. when, you, when you break through so those voices aren't yelling at you anymore and you're not hearing them because you have a different viewpoint, um, yeah. it, it really does change who you are. Yeah, and, and the way you operate in the world and the way you view world, the world. You're yeah. not burdened anymore with this, yeah. with this sort of core belief that you're fighting with. <laughs> the, ex- exactly. Those internal demons that you're fighting with. Suddenly you're yeah. free. You're, you've been yes. released. Yeah. 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 And that, that can take yeah. a long time. And I'm sure, you know, that's yeah. why you've written the book. But I think what oh, you're saying sure. is it doesn't have to take that long, correct? If, if you work with some of the principles or the four keys of what you're talking about, it doesn't have I'm to take say, that long. I'm, I'm saying two things. On one level, it, there's a system. There are, are many different systems, but the four keys is one system for you to methodically work on it so it can happen much faster. But I'm also saying don't think so, – so once you are more aligned – with your spiritual essence, good things do begin to happen to you. It's just how it is because you're just aligned with the larger web of life and what your purpose and what you're supposed to do. So if you keep listening attentively, you expand your consciousness, listen attentively, and then through inspired action, act upon the intuitive guidance, you're going to be aligned and develop this faith-filled relationship with the universe and more good things happen to you. But you are not free completely of those things because you're going to be challenged more and more yeah. because you're growing yeah. spiritually. Yeah. You're growing spiritually. You don't arrive do you, to a place of joy. Do you remember, do you remember the yeah. movie The Brilliant Mind with Russell Crowe? And it was no. about this professor. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah. And so at yes. the very end, he had all these demons. Yes. And at the very end of the movie, the demons were still there, but they showed yeah. it as though they were off talking and he wasn't listening anymore. He was walking right. away. It was exactly. really, I thought it was so yeah. well done. Yeah. yeah. It's true. So I think that with time, as you practice more and more, you're able to change, and I'm sure that that's the experience that you have. You can switch your attitude to a challenge much faster. And so it doesn't become a challenge for 10 years. It becomes a challenge for an hour or for a day and then you can, or for two minutes, and then you can right. move on because right. you have the tools to shift, Right. True, and I think, too, for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people, that there'll be a trigger event. You know, there'll be something, and you overreact tremendously, and then you go back and go, wait a minute, I've I've overreacted because of. And it still drags you down, but you're able to recover faster because you're not not affected as much by it. Yeah. 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 What would you like to leave our listeners with, Anna, today? What would be your message on Mm -hmm. definitely, you know, finding fulfillment without giving up life's material comforts? What's your message? Well, my message is that instead of trying to live in the split, that if you're on a spiritual journey, you need to give up material life. Um, They coexist together. Any material, physical activity that you engage with throughout the day, any person you meet, any event you have, has a spiritual component of sacredness and has a material expression of it. And if you can see the spiritual express, the spiritual essence of it, and the four keys can help you do that, you will live in more fulfillment and balance, and you will not have the split of positive and negative material or spiritual. Mm, so important. And people can find your book, 
um, where? Online, so, Amazon? So the book is on, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and you can go to your local bookstore and ask for them to order it for you. Um, on my website, there are links on my website to, um, you know, Barnes & Noble and, and the different Amazons. And um, you, you can also, if you go to my website, there's a free download that, you know, that can give you some free exercises. You can get on my list and then we can communicate personally. So that's an option right. too. Which is great. And also the book is very easy to read. I mean, it, it, it's short and it's, it's very easy to read, which mm-hmm. makes it, um, you know, which makes it fun in a sense. Yeah, that, that, that was part of my, like, I didn't want it to be, be more than 100 pages, so it's 130, but I really wanted it to be easy read, simple, because I, I wanted to break down spirituality into something practical that everyone can use while they're driving uh, to work in traffic or while they're cooking a meal or they're sitting in the park at the lunch break. I didn't want to complicate it. Right, right, which is, which is really what you've done. And... Um, I mean, I think the key things you've talked about here are trying to be in the flow and changing your attitude. And that, yeah. that's, that's part of, that's a big piece of what we have. Well, I yeah. really appreciate you coming on the show, Anna. Um, and Thanks the book for having is, me, Patricia. Thank you. The, the, the book is Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World. And let me tell you what Jack Hanfield writes. And he's the author of The Success Principles and Chicken Soup for the Soul. He writes, living a spiritual life in a material world, four keys to fulfillment and balance are universal principles that are guaranteed as a formula to design and align your daily actions with the intentions of the universe. By integrating the spiritual with the material, you'll gain clarity on your goals and manifest the life you want to live. Use the four keys to unlock your innate spiritual power and increase your impact in the world. There you go. Beautifully written by Jack Canfield. <laughs> Anna, thanks yeah. so much for coming on the program. Again, the book is Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World, and you can go to AnnaGatman.com, A-N-N-A-G-A-T-M-O-N.com. Stay on the line for a minute, Anna. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition. You're welcome. That wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. You can find me at PatriciaRaskin.com, and you can also like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources, and you can write to me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know that you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.